0: When I was much younger, we used to go out to this little place in the States called Long Beach, Washington. So it's just a little drive. I forget two, maybe three, four, five hour drive. And we'd go down for the 4th of July and there'd be fireworks and there'd be barbecues. And it was absolute blast. If you haven't ever got the chance to do that, I don't know if it's still like that now, but at the time it was really, really fun. Nevertheless, there was this arcade that we used to go to. And we'd go there every single year and we came to love the arcade. It was like the highlight of our trip. But there was this one game that we used to play which I looked up on my phone, I found the name. It's a game called Quick Drop, okay? It's just one of those many arcade games that you have the option of playing. And this game had such a profound effect on me as a young kid, like literally I'm talking here maybe 12, 13, 14 years old, that to this day I believe is helping make me money. The concept of the game, at least the way I see it, is you have a bunch of these like balls, right? So there's a bunch of these red balls up at the top I'll probably just overlay a video for you guys, which is like, so it's easier. But uh, concept of the game is you also have these like buckets at the bottom, right? There's these like little circular buckets and you're sitting there, put your money in, you put your tokens in or whatever. And concept of the game is you're essentially pressing a button as fast as you can to get as many of these red balls to drop into these little buckets, right? Like think about this, there's a buck, all these balls up top, held up by some contraption. And then there's these buckets, you're trying to get the balls to drop into the buckets. Now, the only caveat to this is that these buckets are spinning, like they're constantly moving in a circle. So there's times when, you know, you want the balls to drop in, and there's times when you, you don't want the balls to drop in. and your job as the player is to essentially, you know, time it well and get the balls to drop in. Case in point being, is this game here quick drop? Why am I telling you about this today? Well, the the way I see this game, to be successful in this game, you have these buckets that are like, spinning around, right? There's a particular time where you should spam the button as fast as you can. And then when that bucket kind of moves and rotates out of the way, you you kind of take a step back and then you relax for a few seconds because otherwise if you keep spamming the button, the balls are gonna start falling all over into the ground and then you lose, you wanna get them into the bucket. And then when that bucket comes back around and that kind of window of opportunity, if you will, comes back right underneath, you spam, 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 and it just keeps on cycling, but there's a, there's a technique, right? There's a strategy to this. What this game was teaching me at a very basic sense at a very early age, is the concept of properly buying the dip. This is a concept that is so simple and so easy to understand, but I truly do believe has the power to make you truly wealthy in the stock market, make you a lot of money over the years, and especially understand how to handle a time like now because if I were to just draw a basic stock quote on this page, and let's just assume that this is a representation of how a stock or an index or the stock market in general performs, it goes without saying that with the adage of buy low, sell high, something that we all try to do as stock market investors, the most opportune times for us to buy stocks, assuming that this is gonna be our end point. I hope that's on screen there. But let's assume that five, 10 years down the road, this is gonna be our end point. We want to essentially buy low in these depths, in these valleys when the stock market is going down and stock market is crashing. This will essentially provide us the best return if we're looking at this dollar value. Well, we want to essentially have the biggest gaps that we can here from our purchase price to let's just say ultimately our selling price or the price that we stand today. Now, the stock market in my mind has so many comparables to this video game or arcade game, where those windows of opportunity, if you will, like that's what I'm gonna call it here, right? These windows of opportunity, the times where it is advantageous to start spamming that button, like, you know, try to get as many balls to fall into that thing. They come and go and they come and go and they will always come and go. But we want to be taking advantage of these windows of opportunity as much as possible. Now, if we substitute those balls, which would all be, you know, typically on the arcade game, kind of sitting up here, all these balls that you're waiting to drop down. If we substitute that, for our dollars that we have either in our savings account or we either have in cash, basically our capital that we are looking to deploy into the market. It's not a one-to-one comparable because I'm not saying that we should not invest during periods like this, like let's say higher points in the market, but conceptually, if we can train ourselves that when these pockets of opportunity come up, when those buckets come flinging around, we spam the heck out of that button and we try to get as many dollars deployed into the market as possible. We are effectively buying the dip. We are buying at low points. We are buying as these windows of opportunity are coming up. Now. This would apply obviously for the broader market. If we were to look at something like the S&P 500 or you can look at really any major North American indices here, but let's say the S&P for display. And it is very clear to me when you look over a long enough timeframe that there are these windows or pockets of opportunity. And it's obviously in hindsight, we can look back and say these are the most opportune times to buy. This concept that I'm talking about here would not only apply to the broader markets, to the indices, but this can also be applied on an individual stock level. If you're an investor like myself who does invest in individual stocks, the caveat to that is that the stocks that you are identifying for this type of strategy, if you will, it's not just a strategy, it's just a way of life, FYI. But the companies that you're talking about here have to be companies that you believe, like as part of your research thesis, that five, 10, 15 years from now will be higher than where they are today. These are companies that are growing. These are companies backed by the numbers that you believe will be trading at a higher price 10, 15 years from now. A company, for example, that I do very much like right now, one that I've been eyeing is uh, Visa, one of my top positions. Another stock that just comes to mind is a company like Google. Even a company, in my opinion, like Starbucks. Okay. These are some of my top positions, but I'm telling you guys here, these are like the quality of companies I'm talking about. I'm not talking about oh, Lucid Motors. You know, I'm very excited for this and they're innovating over 13, you know, next 15 years going to be great. We don't know. That's not backed by the numbers. That's not backed by, um, it's very hard to do, to, to predict out on that. Right. But with companies of this quality or tier, the exact same concept can be applied. And when we see these times over the years, when these windows open up or those buckets, so to speak, come around, we want to spam the heck of the red balls, AKA deploying money into the stock market. And why this applies to today, I'm totally understand that all of the concerns and the fears about what's going on in our market and is there more drops in store or how long is this gonna last? For me as an investor, the way that I view the stock market, it is literally, irrelevant to me. Like it does not matter whether this current drop that we are seeing here in 2022 lasts for two months or lasts for two years. This recession, this tough period that we're going through, the time frame does not matter to me because the way I see it, is that this is this window of opportunity. It is a chance for us to deploy our red balls or our money into the stock market at the lowest possible prices that when we can fast forward out 10, 15 years from now, we will say, hey, over this, chart we bought at all the opportune times. is a very simple strategy, but one that I believe works very, very well. I'll pop up on the screen, just a couple of uh, tables, right? These are tables you can find FYI very easily. Like I just Googled stock market returns after bear market, or stock market returns after crash. And it is so fascinating to me how Almost consistently, year after year, regardless of the correction, regardless after the crash, we see that coming out of these rough years where we do post calendar year declines of, let's say, 20, 30, sometimes 40%, possibly more, the year. Following or at least the two years or at least over a running three-year period the returns that we expect to see as investors If we are buying in these valleys, this is where we want to be as investors We want to be in the markets deploying capital in these in these opportune times And if we can repeat this over years and years and years and decades and decades and decades This simple strategy is allowing us to essentially buy the dip get the lowest cost on our shares and really partake in, in in the growth of the stock market. And that's just the way that I like to frame it. I will just say it's so backwards how you know people view the stock market. It really, really is. And a huge indicator of this is if even if you look at our channel, like we have all these analytics and data, and you can see all the trends that's happening with you know our channel and other channels in the in the field, right? I'm not just saying our channel. When the stock market is dropping and when these Buckets, if you will, are coming into this prime sweet spot to be adding into the market. Investors do the exact opposite. And rather than deploy money into the stock market, they withdraw, they run away, they take their eyes off the market and they say, listen, I'm just gonna check back in in a few months when markets are picking up and markets are hot. It is such a flawed and backward system. They don't understand that over the course of your lifetime as an investor over this journey there are going to be ups and downs and these downs if you can just nail them and just again and again and again deploy 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 and again i'm not saying you don't want to deploy when markets are going up too that's not the point you can consistently and frequently you know dollar cost average if you will into the market but these are where you should be going heavier and just spamming that little button to get more and more capital in the markets it's just a backwards system and there's so many people out there that have it so so wrong this narrative needs to be flipped. It's almost like a mental flip in our minds that we have to change. And once we do, once we see, like we're enlightened to this this way of investing, it totally changes everything. I actually wanna share with you one really powerful message we got this morning. And actually, I love this, man. This is from one of our Academy students. I really have to credit the team at the Investing Academy for helping me on this journey. Brandon, and especially Mark's video, videos in particular, I'm looking at a mostly red portfolio and I'm not scared about it. I'm actually pretty pumped about it if i had started this on my own i would have run for the hills by now saying this probably isn't for me i obviously don't know what i'm doing but i'm completely calm i'm dollar cost averaging buying on the way down i'm investing in solid companies i'd be happy to have 10 years from now examining the business cycle all of that thanks team i literally couldn't have done that without you and that's one of the many messages we receive at our program, the Academy, quick plug, but this is something that I want to share and it's obviously a very touching. I it's some great comment. You know, we love to see that. We love to see people basically shifting the way that they think about investing, like literally changing how we are naturally rooted to perceive something like the stock market. But even within our Academy, you see literally daily, like the students buying and telling each other what they're, what they're buying. And this whole notion of running away from the market that's time like now is completely flipped. It's the exact opposite. It's excitement for these periods because they understand that over long periods of time, this is the best opportune times to buy. Now I will finish off with one more thought. You know, I watched a video on YouTube. It just popped up on my home feed and it was Chamath or Chamath, Chamath, however you say his name, the one of the super investors saying he's selling everything. And we've seen this thread very commonly with Michael Burry as a good example, another investor who is, you know, pulling money out of the stock market. In my opinion, it's actually not good to follow these folks, these professional folks, these super investors, you know, a handful of people, like literally the top, echelon of knowledgeable and uh you know known investors in our world i personally believe that investors like that actually in a sense have a disadvantage a disadvantage to the retail investor like you and i they actually have like two completely different frames of thought for one these super investors because they're like super investors and because the the spotlight is on them and the image is on them and they have kind of this brand and name that they're always trying to like garnish and you know make really, really good. I feel like these guys honestly have a lot of pressure to try and perform well in really any market. Like, you know, if they wanna stay competitive among each other and they want people to ultimately, you know, put money in their funds or whatever the case is, even in a down market, like they're going to try and outperform each and every year, even when we're down. And that may mean selling out and trying to essentially time a bottom or, you know, missing a drawdown and essentially really playing this game. And keep in mind, these are people that literally all they do all day long for 24 hours a day is study the markets. And they are, again, some of the top in the world. But this differs from retail investors like us, where at least what I do is I don't like to play that game of saying, well, every year we need to start, you know, producing spectacular turns and make all these fantastic calls. We just want to play the stolen city game and we don't want to be jumping in and out of stocks. Instead, again, revisiting this chart, we look at it like the concept of the game. There are going to be periods of time where it is more advantageous for us to put money in the markets. There will be periods of time where it is possibly less advantageous for us to put money in the markets. That doesn't mean that we sell it. It doesn't mean that we run away, but these times will come back again and again and again. And as investors, we just want to continuously, you know, deploy money into the market when these um, uh, opportunities come. And in my opinion, whatever we're going through now, if it's more severe, if it continues on, all it is doing is just providing a deeper and deeper valley for us to go in and buy. And it's not to say that we're ever gonna time the bottom or buy the bottom. In fact, we're not gonna buy the bottom as one final point to finish off. If this is basically the drop over a long period of time, we are gonna be buying here, 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 maybe a lot, a lot of here. And even on the way up, we're gonna keep buying. And as mentioned, we're probably still gonna continue investing as time goes on. But case in point is that we're gonna get heavy when the time comes, we're gonna buy on the way down. And to me, it is the simple concept of buying the dip and buying the debt effectively over the course of like multiple years and decades that can make you a wealthy investor is not a complex strategy, but it is a Perception shift and it's one that literally helped stem for me like it's funny how I was drawing these comparables at a young age And I kid you not like I had already owned shares of McDonald's coca-cola Possibly Disney at that time. So just a few handful of individual stocks I also owned mutual funds So the bulk of my money was in mutual funds obviously with the help of my dad He got me started investing when I was 10 or 11 for those that don't know But I, I kid you not playing that game literally like I'm sitting there thinking about this and these things are like starting to like form in my head And obviously I didn't share that with anybody, like I was there with my brothers and this or that, but I'm not gonna like talk to them about it and say that. But it's funny how I look back now and that this one game just like, it's a memory of mine. It's something that was engraved. And it's just one of those analogies or metaphors that i found that uh, helped me out very, very well in the stock market. Hope you guys enjoyed my quick story. If you did, give this video a thumbs up, subscribe if you're not already subscribed. And as always, Investing Academy is down below. Thank you for watching and I'll see you in the next video.